You motherfucker. What's going on, sir? Hey, Alfred. What's up? Not a whole, I have a, not a whole lot. I have a date tonight. Yeah? With the depressed alcoholic? No, no. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep you, uh, I'll give you an update on her here in a second. But no, this girl is from Kenya. Do you know where that is? I believe it's right next to Wakanda on the map. That is accurate, yes. Have you ever been to Wakanda or Kenya? Uh, a couple times in my dreams. <laughs> in, your, in your dreams? All right. <laughs> but yeah, we got a date uh, this lovely Saturday night. We are going to a place called City Works in Fort Worth. City Walk? Not Shitty Walk. She Walk. Um, yeah, what's, uh, what's this place got to offer? So special about it. Couldn't tell you. I've never been. It's got cold beverages and hot food. Nice. Yeah. But going back to... So when you say depressed alcoholic girl, you're speaking of the girl who came over when we were doing the podcast. Yeah, and was a uh, horrible experience, yes. Yeah, it was she, uh, It was fun, but also a mess. Uh, I don't know if she's depressed, but she's definitely an alcoholic. So <laughs> what happened... <laughs> What happened with her was we, you know, she came over during that podcast. We hung out, and then days later was the Super Bowl. She calls me wanting to hang out, and I'm like, "Uh, no, the Super Bowl's on. I'm at my dad's." <laughs> and then she like hung up on me. It's like, girl, it's you know, it's football day. I'm not hanging out with you today. She wait. She so, hung up on you. Well, kind of. She was like, "Okay, fine. You know, I'm gonna." I'll text you later. And then she hang up. She hangs up. She texted me later saying, so I'm going to go quiet for a while. You know, uh, it's not you. It's me. Well, well I know it's not me. I'm fucking awesome. <laughs> and then, uh, so she's going to go quiet. I guess that means she's not going to call or text me, not bother me for a while. And, uh, haven't heard from her since. <laughs> that so Super Bowl was what, a week ago? It's been a few weeks now. Oh, a couple, yeah. couple weeks? One, I can't remember the exact date, but yeah, it was... I think two weeks. Was it last yeah, Sunday? two weeks tomorrow. Yeah. Two weeks, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wow, so she's, imagine, she's done, huh? I, don't, I feel like she's not done. I feel like she's going to message me any, you know, any day now, randomly, or call me, because she calls me. She's called me. No one ever calls me outside of my parents, but she calls me randomly. So... Yeah, she sounds like a handful, man. Sounds like a handful. If you're starting it off like, I can't hang out at the Super Bowl, be cool about it. Be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Have fun with your dad, whatever. Be all pissy. Okay, have a good day. I guess I'll talk to you later. So I don't know if she was pissy. She was just like, she just didn't understand why I wanted to watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, that's a, Well, that's my point, though. Like, not a good start if you're trying to, like... Make this guy like you. Act cool about it. Even if you don't get it, be like, okay, have fun. Yeah, yeah. No, she's... Give me a fucking hard time. <clears throat> Welcome to Never Adulting. Wow. I'm Kyle Huckabee. Hey, I'm Ryan Pugh. What is going on? So, so date tonight with girl from Kenya. Yeah. It's our first time meeting. We haven't met yet. We've been chatting for uh, over a week now. So... Seems really cool. We seem to like all the same things, same shows, um, comedy. She seems to be, you know. Seems to be a cool chick, huh? Did you tell her about the pod? No, no. It's, I mean, that's under that's in my bio, so she knows about it. Oh, she knows about it. Okay. Gotcha. I'm waiting for her to bring it up. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, uh, hey, uh, you did some digging on that CIA story, didn't you? Yeah, I went down the rabbit hole on last week. We did catfishing stories, and I wanted to know more on the one where the girl pretended to be in the CIA yep. from her parents. So, yeah, I'll just kind of go into more detail on that story. Yeah, tell me what you and found. Then, yeah, and then we have uh, this week's topic is. Anniversaries gone bad. Yeah, and yes, anniversaries gone wrong. So, I'll go through this CIA story real quick, and then we'll go to this week's topics. Sounds good to me, Kyle. So, Janelle Porter, 
a 31-year-old, moved to Tennessee with her parents. She had disabilities, like you mentioned. One of those was she had the mind of a 10-year-old. Oh. Yeah. So, that being said, she was very sheltered, and her parents kept an eye on all of her social media accounts. Right. Her only friends were people that she met online. She didn't have, like, any actual friends. Well, in 2009, she met a girl named Tracy Greenwell. And Tracy, and she had told Tracy that she was a virgin and that she wanted to have sex. Well, Tracy introduced Janelle to her brother, Billy Payne. Janelle became obsessed with Billy and fell in love quickly. But Billy didn't feel the same way and introduced Janelle to his cousin, Jamie Kurt. Although Janelle wanted to be with Billy, her and Jamie Kurt, who was Billy's cousin, started to, started a secret relationship. Okay. So Jamie Kurt would go over to Janelle's house, uh, pretend to kind of be a family friend of the parents, pretend to fix their computer, you know, even if something wasn't wrong, just kind of get on there, just so he could hang out with Janelle. Oh boy. Well, around the same time, Billy, you know, Tracy's brother, the girl Janelle fell in love with, got engaged to a girl, this is where it kind of gets confusing, to a girl named Billy Jean Hayworth. Because both their names are Billy. So they got engaged. Oof. Janelle did not like this one bit. As I said, she was obsessed with Billy. Right. Well, Janelle was starting to get cyberbullied. These posts were anonymous, but Janelle thought it was Billie Jean Hayworth, Billy's new fiance. She thought Billie Jean was jealous of her. Why why do you think you're being cyberbullied, Janelle? Because Billie Jean thinks I'm too pretty. Too pretty. Right. Which wasn't the case. Uh, so, you know, once she started reacting in a hostile way about this, Billy and his fiance, Billy Jean, soon unfriended Janelle on Facebook. This is where it started to get weird. <laughs> Barbara, Janelle's mother, started to get emails from a CIA agent, CIA agent named Chris, who said he was trying to protect Janelle and make sure she wouldn't get hurt. Jamie, Jamie Kurt the fellow, the cousin, who was secretly meeting and dating Janelle, uh, was also getting these emails from CIA agent Chris. Uh, these emails from Chris said that uh, Chris was talking to Billy and his fiance Billy Jean, and that he found out that the, these two were planning on killing Janelle. Oh. That's what Chris, that's what Chris, the CIA agent, was saying. Oh, okay, got that, that, yeah, so Chris, the CIA agent... Um, when he would make these emails, said, hey, I came across Billy and Billie Jean um, discussing or over social media chatting about killing Janelle. A murder plot. Murder plot, right, which is total bullshit, total a, a made-up story. By Janelle. By Janelle, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Janelle is CIA agent. You're right. Janelle is CIA agent Chris, right. Um, Chris, a.k.a. Janelle, wrote emails also saying... You need to kill Billy and his wife, Billy Jean, before they hurt Janelle. Right. Jesus. And the family bought it. Well, in 2012, Billy and Billy Jean were both shot and killed in their own home. Shot in the head. And their baby was found alive in the blood. Born in blood. Dexter. Dexter. Yeah. So, Detective Lott... First questioned Janelle's family and noticed her dad being strange and took him and Jamie Kurt to the station where they each kind of confessed. However, when Jamie Kurt was being questioned, he brought up CIA agent Chris. So is CIA agent Chris here? Is he going to be involved in this uh, in this investigation? Well, the CIA or not CIA, the the police, the detectives were like, "What? What the hell are you talking, what are you talking about? about? Who? Who?" <laughs> so it's not hard to trace, you know, um, IP addresses. So they found the IP address from Chris, a CIA agent, linked to Janelle's home. Janelle was obviously Chris, a CIA agent. So she was caught pretty quickly, denied everything. Um, so Janelle and her mother both got life in prison. Dad got two life sentences, because I believe he's the one who actually pulled the trigger. Okay, so he did get more. Yeah, yeah. And Jamie took a plea deal of 25 years because he, out of all of them, I think all three, her parents and Jamie, all believed 
that CIA agent was real, but he, like I said, he actually brought him up to the detectives. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, the CIA agent told me to do this and that. So he got a plea deal of 25 years, and he actually didn't kill anybody. He was just kind of part of it. Um, I couldn't find the actual emails that Janelle, Chris, sent to the parents. I Dude, I did so much digging that I couldn't find that. But, yeah, that's the story of Janelle being the CIA agent. And So... Janelle has the mind of a 10-year-old, you say. Right, yeah. Among other disabilities. A very creative 10-year-old mind creating a fake CIA agent to do all this shit. Right. Well, she's getting bullied and then for whatever reason was like, I bet it's Billy and his wife because she thinks I'm too pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Which is totally what a 10-year-old would do. Right. I guess, but would a ten-year-old create a fake account and pose as a CIA agent? That's pretty extreme. Right, that's extreme. But like I said, the, the Janelle's only friends were social media people, so I think she knew kind of how to, you know, I think she was experienced in, you know, doing social media or emailing. Social that's networking all, she did all day. Right, that's all she did all day every day was social networking. So although she had a mind of a ten-year-old, she was obviously able to convince. <laughs> so it's fucking wild it's hilarious well thanks Kyle I'm glad you did some digging on that uh, it was yeah I was real intrigued yeah, it was funny it was funny what I read last week but yeah gotta know more right 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 alright so let's move on to this week yeah anniversary's gone wrong yeah I only got a few I'm hoping we don't have the same ones here sure you want me to start with some stats yeah start with some stats 26% of men have forgotten their wedding anniversary. That's not that bad. That's not that high of a number. Only 3% of women admitted to forgetting an anniversary. Admitted to it? Here, yeah, right. Yeah. Here's my favorite one. One out, of, one out of five women say that they buy their own flowers for their anniversary because their partners are uh, unromantic. Huh. I buy my wife a shitload of flowers yeah. on non-anniversaries. I'll just come home from the grocery store with for them. no reason, right? That's what I—I th- I feel like that's what people should do. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> and then you forget on the anniversary too. Yeah, you're in big trouble. Right. Yeah. It's just sad buying your own flowers. Why are you with this person? Sad. Yeah. If you're buying your own, yeah, right, you, if you're buying your how own, how to buy your own shit? Like I get like like for your birthday, I get like. You know, like, uh, what, what, what do you want? Well, I don't know. We'll just, I'll, I'll just buy something myself. Oh, okay. If that's what you want to do, sure. But like anniversaries, go buy him some fucking flowers. Yeah, if you got to make the romance yourself, clearly he's not that into you. Should find someone who is. Right. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Any more stats? Well, that's no. That was that's it. it. Yeah. Hey, I'll I'll start with one here. Okay. So, wife and husband, it was their 40-year wedding anniversary. They had kids, like, in their late teens, and, you know, they were old people. The mom, the wife, she wanted to celebrate their 40th anniversary by the whole family being in the living room and watching the wedding VHS tape. Watching the tape all in the room and hanging. From 40 years ago. Yeah, from 40 years ago. Right. And, uh... They put it in. Uh, yeah, they put it in and start to play it. The dad recorded over their wedding video with episodes of Cops. <laughs> okay, I thought you were going to say yeah, it was a sex tape of him or something. No, nope. Dude, that's, you rec- that's a, recorded Cops over it and got in big trouble. That's, that's hilarious. That's a Everybody Loves Raymond episode where Ray did that to their wedding video, but he taped a football game over. And at the very end, his excuse was, but it was a great game. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah, give me a break. Yeah, so that's funny. Cops isn't as good of an excuse. Well, Rick forgot uh, him and his wife's anniversary. The wife, the woman, was really angry and uh, said that if you want to make it up to me, you should get something that goes from 0 to 200 real quick. And it better be in the driveway by tomorrow. So Rick listened. Uh, he went and bought something, wrapped it up, 
The next morning, his wife woke up, looked at the driveway, saw a gift, went out there, unwrapped it. It was a scale. And he said, <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll be able to go from zero to, two, to 200 real quick, babe. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, man. Okay, let's see here. Kyle, how would you feel about this, dude? You had a girlfriend, and you made big reservations for a restaurant for the next day, whatever. You still had to go to work and stuff throughout the day, whatever. But you made reservations, bought flowers, went through all this stuff. The night before your anniversary, your girlfriend or wife says, hey, I'm going to go out with uh, my girlfriends. It was girls' night. And then they go out and get fucking smashed. She doesn't get home till three in the morning. She then cries a whole lot and wakes you up and tells you, I don't know if we're meant to be together. Then falls in the shower, then pisses herself. And then is too hungover the next day to go to the anniversary dinner. How'd you feel? Well, the next day I wake, you know, well, I'm awake. I guess she woke me up. So when I saw this happen, she woke the next day. Hang on, she woke you up and you, had to, you still had to wake up and go to work. And she comes in at 3 a.m. and wakes you up and does all that. So the next day I'd be like, I mean, I probably would know that she doesn't remember anything. Right. Right. Yeah. So her saying, I don't think I want to be together anymore. She probably doesn't even know she said that. Uh. And I don't even think the next day she's so hungover. You can't have this conversation with her. She's too hungover. So you probably have to wait till the next day to be like, do you remember anything? Like, are we good? <laughs> I did your laundry because you peed yourself. Yeah. And our sheets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you sound like you'd take that a lot better than I would. I'd be fucking mad. If I went through all the trouble and tried to set up a nice night and... And she couldn't even make it to the dinner or any of the shit that I paid for because she couldn't handle herself the night before. Right. No, I'd be, I mean, I'd get mad, sure, but I, I don't know. I'm also more laid back than you are, so you would definitely get more mad. I think. Oh, yeah, I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed. I guess it depends on uh, what stage of the relationship you are as well. If they've If they've been dating for six months, then what the fuck ever. But... If it's your wife and you're celebrating like a wedding anniversary or the mother of mother of your kids, I don't think the mother of my kids should be out till 3 a.m. getting fucking smashed like a 20-year-old. Right. Yeah, there's different. Um, there's different circumstances based on how long you've been together or what, you know, like, like if your wife did that compared to like one of my Bumble prospects, those are two totally different scenarios. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, Carol Stone, a woman from Florida, realized that her husband forgot their anniversary. Well, she decided to attack him with a baseball bat. Once he told her he forgot the anniversary, she started calling him names and then eventually pushed his ass down and started hitting him in the head with the bat. As he was being attacked, he was recording all of this on his phone. Hmm. Carol was arrested with a $150 bond. $150, bucks, that's it? Yeah, that's not very much. Damn. If you're attacking, if you're hitting someone with a baseball bat. And how, dude, how did you let her push you down? <laughs> For real, though. Did you not grab that bat or do something to neutralize that situation? Take your phone out and just record her hitting you with it? Right. Ay, ay, ay. Crazy, man. Crazy. Hey, uh, I could relate to this one. You can't. You're in better shape than I am. But, you know, I got a little bit of a beer belly on me, Kyle. I like my butt, I like my butt heavies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, you do. I like my butt heavies. This guy took his uh, girlfriend out for their anniversary. Bought, again, just like the last story. Did everything he should as a boyfriend or husband. Takes her to a fancy dinner, buys her flowers, takes care of her, bought her a gift, all types of stuff. And they get back to the house. He still hasn't gotten anything from her. And he's wondering what the fuck, you know, if she forgot or doesn't give a shit or whatever. 
They get back to the house, and she gives him a Diet Coke. Said, this is your present for our anniversary because your beer belly's making you unattractive. We need to start losing some weight. And soda is the way to do that. Diet soda. Diet soda's a joke, but okay. Diet soda. Sure. Dude, if I came home and Rachel gave me a Diet Coke, you know I like my Coke, too. I like my soda, and I like my butt heavies. Are you a big soda guy? Are you shitting me? You lived with me. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you did like your sodas. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like my caffeine, dude. and Because I, I don't like I don't like coffee, though. You know, I don't like coffee or anything like that, so. Yeah, I'd be pissed, man. Rachel's like, oh, yeah, here, here's a diet. I threw away your 12-pack of Coca-Cola and your Budweiser's. Here's a Diet Coke. You need to lose some weight because you're pretty unattractive right now. See, I got, I would get pissed if she threw away the beer, but the soda's like, I mean, I don't know. I just don't like soda, so, but like the beer's like, what? No, how about I finish these and then we can start, you know, you're working out with me too, right, babe? Right. It's not just, hey, you're a fat shit. Fix it. Yeah, I'd be like, I'll get in shape if you join me. Yeah, I'd be mad. I'd be real mad. <laughs> Got some fucking nerve after I just... You couldn't have bought me a present for the anniversary, too. And then had the fat conversation at another time. Yeah. You really... That's how you had to treat me on our anniversary? Babe, I look... I see myself in the mirror every day. I know I'm Yeah, fine. I know I got a beer belly, dude. Thank like, you. Okay, what, are you <laughs> what are you tell me that for? Can we not have, like, a nice conversation about it? You really got to be a bitch on our anniversary. After I just took you to dinner and bought you flowers, fuck you. So that was the only present, was just the soda, the diet Yeah, the diet soda, and a long conversation about losing weight. <laughs> did it, I wonder if he lost weight or just got divorced. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably dip out. <laughs> I'd probably dip out. <laughs> I'm out. You need to find a better way to have that discussion with me. Give me 10 pull-ups or we're done. All right, we're done. See yeah, you. bye. No. Like I said, find a better way to bring that up, dude. Find, find a better way to have that conversation with me. Maybe by, like, the anniversary present could have been, like, um, like a gym membership or, like, an at-home workout thing or, like, a jump rope, you know, something. Like, give the hint. Right. Like, I like... Like, something to help right, out. I'm a big uh, stationary bike guy. If, if I came home and there was a stationary bike in the garage, I'd be like, fuck yeah, babe. Thank you. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's dope. See, that's a gift, and it's going to help you lose yeah. weight. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be okay with something like that, yeah. All right, my next one. Okay. Scott Francis Engelbrit for Minnesota, yeah. Minnesota. Well, he forgot their anniversary, and this wasn't the first time he'd forgotten. It's been happening for the past several years. Get a fucking calendar. Dude, <laughs> have you know? Have have a reminder on your phone. Not learn your lesson the first time. No. Well, this started an argument, obviously. So it was Scott, his wife. His wife had a daughter, so a stepdaughter and another relative at the house. Um. Well, the relative who was watching TV heard a loud thud, and heard Rachel, the stepdaughter, yell, "You shot her, you bastard!" <laughs> Well, Scott had shot his wife in the head. Oh. When the relative ran up the stairs, the relative, like I said, was watching TV in the basement. When he ran up the stairs, he saw the stepdaughter confronting Scott, and Scott had a twenty-two caliber rifle. The relative grabbed his uh, stun gun and told Rachel, the stepdaughter, to run as fast as she could. Well, the relative shot the stun gun and missed. He didn't hit Scott. So he ran back downstairs before he got shot, called the cops, and by the time the police got there, the wife, who was shot in the head, was still breathing, but she had died less than a day later in the hospital, and the stepdaughter was found dead on somebody's porch. Oh, shit. He had followed, when she ran out of the house, Scott had followed her and shot her. Three times, one of them also being in the head. Scott is sentenced to life without parole. Jesus. What about the relative? Is the relative dead as well? No, no, no. Because Scott, when the relative shot the stun gun and missed, he had already told the stepdaughter to run as fast as she could. 
And then when he missed, he didn't have any other weapons, so he ran back downstairs trying to avoid getting shot himself. Gotcha, gotcha. And instead of Scott following the relative, he followed the gotcha. stepdaughter. Yeah. Wow. That is very, very sad. Yes, and it's... I mean, you just killed... You just went to life. You just went to prison for life because you forgot multiple anniversaries. That's your... Dude, what you do? your shit together. Like, just buy a calendar. That's all you got. That's... Could avoid this whole situation. This is couple's two-year wedding anniversary. The wife, Marcy, is a registered nurse. The day before, because she wanted the night off for their anniversary, she worked a long double, all day and all night. Didn't get home till 8 a.m. working in the ICU. She comes home. She's probably doing 12-hour shifts as well. That's what I mean. <clears throat> Yeah, it's a long days. Yeah, yeah, long full days. double. So she gets home early in the morning and wants to get some sleep before you know their anniversary day. She's only in bed for 30, 45 minutes, and the husband comes in, wakes her up, seems agitated and all amped up. Said, "Hey, you need to come see this." Takes her downstairs to the living room, shows her the TV, the first plane that just crashed into the World Trade Center. Oh. Mm. That's how they started their anniversary. So they probably didn't go out that night, huh? Nope. And now their anniversary is forever tainted by terrorists. Right. Yeah. So their anniversary was literally on 9-11, huh? My brother got married on 9-11. Really? Yeah. That was, uh, that was an option for Ivy to be born. I said, fuck hmm. no. No. So you made, you made Rachel carry... The baby a day late a day late. Nope, actually had her the day before on the tenth. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not to call you an asshole, but okay. no, I actually had her on the tenth. Everybody wanted a nine 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 nineteen, so that was like booked, and they were like, "Well, nine eleven is wide open." I go, "I'm sure as fuck it is." What do you mean it was booked? Like the hospital was? Booked? Yeah, like of people getting induced. Oh, because there's multiple people who love nine nine nineteen. I guess. Well, they just say, yeah, I mean, yeah, the numbers and then the 9 11 fact. Like she said, 9 11 is wide open. I was like, I'm sure it is. Fucking want my, want my first daughter born on 9 11? Jesus Christ. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's that couple's uh, anniversary. Forever and always. Hope you all are still married and happy. Probably not. All right, so it was this couple's first wedding anniversary, and they were out of town. Well, apparently, maybe, I'm not entirely sure, but the husband's sister lived in this town that they were visiting. So when the woman woke up on their anniversary, her husband was gone. She didn't know where he was. Hours went by. He finally came back and said, hey, do you want to go have uh, dinner at my sister's tonight for our anniversary? She wasn't really feeling it. She wanted to do something nice. It was their anniversary. Well, it turns out that this woman wasn't his sister at all. It was some girl he had met and wanted to continue hanging out with her. So he tried to come up with some plan where he could hang out with her. And also, you know, where his wife wouldn't find out. So while he's hanging out with her, he wanted to have the anniversary dinner where she would think it was his sister. What a fucking maniac. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't be married, huh, Bugs? Yeah, no. If you're trying to do something like that. It's just, again, again like the catfishing stuff. Sounds exhausting. Jesus yes. Christ. <laughs> just get divorced. Leave her and go hang out with this chick. Instead of trying to go through all this trouble. Jeez Louise. That's all I got, Kyle. Okay, I got one more. So a dude's real sister. I can confirm that this was his sister. Invited herself over on the couple's anniversary. I did see that one in my studies. Okay, yeah. The sister didn't think it was a big deal, uh, but the wife didn't want her coming over. You know, it's our anniversary. The sister said she would leave, you know, leave for a few hours um, so they could have their privacy and whatnot. Uh, the sister is real sensitive and got upset because the girlfriend didn't want her there. Well, like I said, it's their anniversary. Somehow... The girlfriend ended up apologizing to the sister because her feelings were hurt. Oh, I'm so sorry you came over during our anniversary. Let's do it again next year, you bitch. Right. 
Yeah, very, uh, people just don't have any, like, self-awareness, you know? No. Don't, like, can't tell that they're intruding or anything. Right. And yeah, and now the wife's the problem, because she's a little upset that her anniversary weekend has just got bombarded with family. I don't understand. I just came over. I know it's your anniversary, but celebrate next week. I just week. want to hang out with my brother. So what have you been listening to? Some Natalie Portman's Shaved Head? How, how do you listen to Natalie Portman's Shaved Head? I uh, just go to Spotify and type it in. Oh, it's a band name. Yeah, it's a band name, yeah. Natalie Portman Shaved Head. Yeah. It's a fucking mouthful. It is, <laughs> So that's not what you've been listening to. No, what kind of band is that, though? If you don't mind me asking. Did you listen to them? I listened to about 30 seconds. Metal? No, no. It was like electronic with some weird singing. I wasn't into it. A Seattle electro combo formed. So yeah, it's like electro, like I said, elect- electronic singing. Electro, electro combo. Yeah, electro combo. <laughs> what are they combining? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, no, I have not been listening to Natalie Portman's Shaved Head. I have not. You know, uh, you know, I've had a little cold this week, Kyle. Yeah, you had the fungus mungus. Yeah, I was uh, down and out, especially on my days off course. I love how that worked. Both my days off, I felt like complete ass. So I didn't really do a whole lot of listening to music, but there is one tune, one melody that's constantly ringing out in my head right now because I've been spending so much time hearing it. Do you know this sound? Yeah, I know that sound. I've been playing Halo, motherfucker. (laughs) I've been playing Halo and listening to those old sweet, sweet tunes from the Halo soundtrack. There's a Halo soundtrack? There should be. I'll listen to that shit in the car. No, dude, I I wasn't feeling good on Tuesday still. I mean, I still went to work, but that morning I went and bought the new Halo. Halo Infinite. The eighth Halo game. And this is one game that I've stuck with, like, ever since it came out. It came out November 15th, 2001. Oh, yep, yep. Again, sixth grade, first Xbox. That was a huge Christmas for me. All I did was play Halo, man. I fucking love that game. And I've had every single one since, except for ODST, which was the fourth one. I've had every one. Love that fucking game. I didn't know you were a big Halo yeah, Were you ever a fan? No, I was, I'm a PS guy myself. Yeah, yeah, that's probably why we've never talked about it. Me, me Corey, Taylor, we used to... So right. blazed and play Halo for hours. So that game, you got to be good at it for it to be fun. So like when I would hang around and you guys would be playing, I would never play, so I wasn't good at it. So it just wasn't fun. And I didn't have Xbox to practice because, I, like I said, I'm a PS guy. So Yeah, well, the reason it wasn't fun, is especially like in our 20s and stuff, was because it was online play. So you're playing against all these kids, just like when you play Call of Duty. And all this kind of stuff. You're playing against kids that are so good. So you're right. You do have to be a certain level to be able to have a good time doing it. But even just playing against you guys was difficult because you guys were way so much better than me. So I wouldn't even, yeah, I'm like, this is right. So what I've always loved, though, since I was in sixth grade was the campaign mode. Going through, I could care less about going online and playing other kids and having these little 10-year-olds talk shit to me and teabag me after they (laughs) kill me. Not into that shit. So I love the campaign modes. So anyway, yeah, I went on Tuesday and I bought the new game. And on my days off, when I was sick as a dog, played a shitload of Halo. And had a great time. Kyle, did you know that this game franchise, not the books, not the toys, nothing, just the games, has brought in more than $3.4 billion dollars? I did not know that, but that doesn't surprise me. That game's huge. I mean, like I said, it's been it's been eight games. That's probably the biggest game Xbox has, right? The biggest franchise. I I would assume so. 
Yeah, I'd probably guess so as well. Because, yeah, like all you guys liked it. All of our friends liked it. My brother's a huge fan. Like a, if you have an Xbox, you're that's well, that's been huge for years, even before the online play. Like when we were in middle school, and you could right. plug in four controllers. And well, I don't even know if online play was a thing back then. No, it wasn't. That's what I'm saying. And you could just plug in the four controllers and go to a map and all play each other. It's mm-hmm. and it's evolved nonstop since then. It also has 25 books. Did you know that? I did not. I didn't even know there were books. There's on 25 it. Halo books. Oh. Apparently, apparently they're pretty good. Another another fun fact I found about it: in the three years that it takes to make one of these video games, that's like average about how long it takes to make each game about three years. The employees making these games consume about twenty thousand pounds of pizza and drink about twenty four thousand gallons of soda during that three year span. Bob. This is your oh, right. You should go. That's where I should go, right? <laughs> so much so soda. So much soda and pizza, dude. That sounds like heaven on earth. Pizza, soda, and Halo? Yeah. That's, yeah, I mean, you're getting Fucking paid. in. Sign me up. Where <laughs> do I need to go? Where do I need to sign up? <clears> okay, <throat> last fun fact for you. Have you ever heard of a voice actress named Jen Taylor? No. This is the voice of Cortana in Halo. She also plays... She hot? Um, no. She... Not Jen Taylor, but the, the Halo character? Yeah, oh yeah, Cortana's hot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's got hotter over the years, too. Mm. Yeah. Here in, to- here, cool, I have to look her in 2022, she's looking real good. I'll have to look her Curves up. in all the right places, you know what I'm saying? I do, <laughs> Anyway, the voice of Cortana also plays the voice of Princess Peach in the Mario games. Oh, okay. She's had herself a nice... She's had a nice little video game voice acting career. That's a hot voice, too. So, I'm disappointed you didn't know the tune. I I did it a little uh, faster than it actually is. It's a little slower on the game. It sounded familiar, but yeah, having played Halo a handful of times in my life. Um, I fucking, I love it, dude. When I put in this new one and it started like downloading on the Xbox and then you could finally open it, it's the first thing you hear right when you open it is that, oh, and I was like, yes. Oh, dude, so much. Yeah. And then when you into the campaign, once you start hitting a stride, it hits that same music. Some guitar solos. It's real fun. Love it. Love it. Halo Infinite. You should come over and we can uh, get real up in the sky and play Halo. Do you have two controllers? I do have two controllers. I do. And I'm not as good as I was when I was uh, 21, so might be more might be more okay. fun for you. Okay, yeah, we'll All play. Right. All right, I'm cool. Down. Well, Kyle, what you uh, been uh, watching? So what I've been I've been watching a movie. Before I get into that, I wanted us because. The movie I'm gonna, uh, the movie I've been watching is in my top five of favorite movies. Oh, well, hang on. It's in my top seven. I told you to make top five, and I couldn't do it. I, I have a top seven. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot I about that. Oh, that's all right. Uh, I'll just go through mine, and you can be like, "That's." I'll go through mine, and you can give me your okay. opinion. But like I said, I tried to make top five. I just couldn't do it. And these, and then my last one I mentioned will be the movie I'm going to give fun facts on. So in no order at all. They're not ranked in order. They're just, you know, they're just seven. Okay. John Wick 3. Really? That's surprising. It has, well, I love the John Wick franchises. Franchise. I think it's, it's I think it's, it's probably my favorite franchise. Um, but this movie has two to three of the best fighting scenes ever. Like, if you're talking about two fighting scenes being in one movie, two of the best fighting scenes in one movie. That's it, huh? What do you think? What do you... Well, it's not just the fighting scenes. It's just just that whole movie. It's more than just him kicking ass. There's all these different elements um, where you kind of have to start at the beginning of, you know, where it all makes sense. Are you... You've seen them all, right? I'm not. Oh, have you seen any? I've seen the first two. 
Okay, yeah, the third one is... I love the first two, but the third one is just... Because how the second one ends is John Wick is now... Um, there's a bounty on him, so every bounty hunter... Um, hit, every hitman is now after him. Yeah, I would have to... I think I'm most familiar with the first one. The dog. Okay, right. The second one, the first one's good. Second one is... Second one's good. It's not as good as the first one, but the third one, you're just like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like I said, it has two of the... I say two to three of the best fight scenes ever because one of the fight scenes is real short. Um, but at least two of them, you're just like, wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, Stand By Me. Great, great. Came out... Yeah, came out... Mm, you know, I uh, was born in 88. Came out a few years before I was born, so that... Probably one of the first movies I watched that wasn't like a kid right. movie or a cartoon, right. and it's just so you know it's based on friendship. It's it's there. These kids are going out to find a dead body. It has these dickheads who are also trying to find the dead body, and they're just dicks trying to like hurt the kids when they you know it's um it's yeah, great. My dad, Corey Feldman. Yeah, Corey. Yep. Yeah. My dad was a big fan of this movie. And had me okay. anytime it was on TV, he'd be like, Ryan, come on, stand by me. He's on. We watch that movie all the fucking time. Right, yeah. Yeah, my dad, too. He's the one who showed it to me. So, yeah. And I mean, the music's great. Story's great. Acting's great. Um, you know, like I said, Corey Feldman. It has. Uh, O'Connell. River Phoenix. Yeah, O'Connell was the, is the fat guy. The fat boy. Um, River Phoenix, who was. Gonna be the next Leonardo DiCaprio before Leo was, you know, he was gonna be that big. Passed away, yeah. Yeah, he actually overdosed at the Viper Room in L.A. Yeah, he apparently the story goes, he overdosed, walked outside, passed out on the sidewalk, and people were just kind of walking over him. I, they say he could have been saved, but no one, I guess, no one really knew, you know. People walking over him didn't know who he was. They just thought he was a drug addict, homeless person. I guess. How how old so was he? he? Just overdosed. But how old was he when that happened? Young twenties. I mean, not not old at all. Twenty one, twenty two. Let's see here. Super young, dude. So twenty three. Yep, got it right. But yeah, like I said, he was supposed to be the next big actor. Yeah. Like he was going to be huge. Um, Dumb and Dumber, the best comedy ever made. I think so. Yeah, I think that's so funny, dude. I love that movie. I was you know, no, I, I don't dislike it. I was just never as huge on it as some other people were. Right. I mean, you know, it came out in the early 90s, and as a kid, I just thought it was so funny. Even now, I watch it. I still laugh, you know. When you see a movie a million times, you may not laugh at parts, but yeah, I still laugh at everything. Apocalypto. Oh, interesting. You've seen that one, right? Yeah, I have, yeah. It's weird that a movie based on, I guess, genocide is one of my favorites, but just the story and the guy, Jaguar Paul, just escaping and just getting revenge on the <laughs> tribe trying to kill him. Yeah, it's through that movie. It's been a long time. So what year did that come out? It's been a while. 2000 and... Six? That's not that old, I guess. Let's see. 2000? Ah! 2006! <laughs> dude, I'm so, I'm so good at guessing dates of movies. It's so weird. <laughs> um, dude, I saw that movie. That's how much I loved it. I saw that movie like five times in theaters. <laughs> I think this will probably be in your top five if you, made a, if you ever make a list. The Departed. Yeah, what's up there for sure. Yeah, love that one. Um, Dazed and Confused. Old school. Yeah, love that one. It's just just a story. It's just, it's not really about anything, but it's just so, I don't know, just the soundtrack's great, just the story. It's just it's just a fun movie. About being a, being a uh, teenager in the 70s. Getting yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I also really love Infinity War, Avengers. I know you don't watch the Marvel movies, but have you seen no, that? With With Thanos? No, so that one brings in all of the Marvel characters together. You know, Chris Pratt's in it. The, you know, all the Guardians of the Galaxy, Iron Man, Spider Man. They're all, they're all in it. It's funny. It's action packed, and it's it's sad. It's very very sad. 
what what happens. It's dude, it's awesome. Thanos is a fucking madman. Um, so the movie I'm uh, gonna review here or give fun facts on March fourth, baby. The Batman is here. Looking forward to this one. Are you a fan of Batman? Um, it depends. The past few I have, I've been a big fan of the Christian Bale ones. Heath Ledger and uh, Tom Hardy as Bane. I, I liked all those ones, yeah. And I liked the super old school ones. It was kind of a, there was a weird middle ground ground there. Yeah, the weird middle ground, they are considered some of the worst movies. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> those did not get, yeah. Um, but the original with Jack Nicholson, Love, um, The Dark Knight's my favorite, but the, my second favorite, I could argue that uh, Batman Returns with Penguin it might be my second favorite. I think that one, that one's just so dark. Even the way it shot everything, it's so dark. Right, yeah. So, The Dark Knight, obviously one of my favorite movies. It's ranked number 97 by the greatest films. Oh, of all time. IMDb ranks it the fourth of all time, yeah. Mm -hmm. IMDb ranks it the fourth best film of all time. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Premiere July 18th, 2008. I have a story of how I snuck in to see it because I was not gonna. I was not not gonna see it when it premiered. Tell me. So, so my brother, my mom, and I were all going to Arkansas. There was a wedding that weekend, um, and this was premiering. Like I said, July eighteenth. So I was seeing. So I had my cousin drop us off at the theater. Well, we didn't have tickets because it was in Arkansas, you know. And at this point, you know, at this time, every movie. Um, Every theater at this place was showing The Dark Knight. There were no other movies going on at this time. So there was at least eight, six to eight theaters showing the movie at the same time. So there were people in line out the door waiting to get in. They, they could have been there hours, who knows, before it came on. So of course we couldn't get tickets. I have my cousin drop my brother and I off. My brother is probably 12 to 13 at the time, so he's still pretty young. So my idea was to get in, we're going to go to the concession stand. We buy some beverage, some snacks. Once they start letting people in, we kind of cut in front of everybody. You know, when you have a little kid, or a kid, I don't want to say little, but a kid with you, you can, it's easier to do stuff, I guess. No one yells yeah. at you. So we walk up to the ticket lady, and I have my brother tell her that uh, our mom has our ticket stubs, and she sent us out to get snacks. Dude, she didn't even hesitate. She was like, yeah, go right in. So not only did we get in for free, we were one of the first, like I said, there were six to eight theaters open. We went into one of the theaters where there was only four people in it. So we got to choose our seats. Nice. And this was before there was assigned seats and all that. I don't think you could get away with this right. now. Um, so the only issue that I thought might happen was, you know, someone bought tickets for this and all the seats are gone. So they might check people's tickets. Hey, can I see your stub? Can I see your stub? I've seen that happen before, but that didn't happen. So we saw, dude, we saw the movie with the, we had the best seats in the house and what, yeah, and we saw it. It doesn't seem like that long ago, 2008. It seems like it's come out sooner than that. Wasn't that the uh, shooting in Aurora? The premiere of this movie? That, the, yes. Mm -hmm. I shot up the theater in Aurora, Colorado. Right. You know, yeah. my stepbrother lives there. That... Oh, yeah. Apparently houses are cheap there. Was he there when this happened? No, been in the past like five years. Oh, okay. When I yeah, heard that, I, I was like, holy shit, that's where the movie theater shooting was. Right, and I think that caused theaters to say, oh, okay, you can no longer dress up to see movies now. I don't know if that's still the case, but I remember that kind of being a thing. Ruined it for everybody. Yeah, dick. But yeah, that's how I snuck in to see The Dark Knight. <laughs> so I got some fun facts here. Okay. Well, Heath Ledger... Once he got the role, locked himself into a hotel room for like a month, two months or so, uh, in order to practice the different voices he might use, his mannerisms, and he also kept a little Joker diary where he would write in it as Joker. So he kind of did a... Uh, method acting. Method acting, yeah. So he did method acting... Well, way before they started filming and during filming too, like after they would cut, there's behind the scenes footage that they didn't use where he's still just Joker. Um, one of Heath Ledger's mannerisms was licking his lips yep. throughout the movie. Remember that? 
Yeah. Sure do. Well, the reason he did that was because the prosthetics, the fake scars on him, wouldn't stay on his face. So he kept licking them so they wouldn't fall off, and it and and it just became one of his mannerisms and really worked in a way where you're just like, damn, Joker is a madman. Creepy as fuck. Yeah, right. So that's kind of cool. I just thought he just, he practiced at his hotel room. Like, oh, this seems like a cool thing to do. But no, he just did it to keep the scars off. <laughs> it's wild. Uh, other, so Joker, <laughs> before the Dark Knight, <laughs> what? Other... <laughs> So before The Dark Knight, my favorite villain was always Joker. I love Jack Nicholson's portrayal of him. Uh, I was I was Joker for Halloween before The Dark Knight was ever even started, you know, before the creation of that movie ever started. So once this movie was coming out, I was super excited. So other actors who auditioned to be Joker. Steve Carell. Oh my gosh. I know. I can't see that. Uh, Adrian Brody. He probably would have done okay, maybe. Uh, Paul Bettany, who plays Vision in the Marvel, Marvel movies and was actually uh, in The Night's Tale with Heath Ledger. Um, Michael Caine, who played Alfred, didn't think Joker would work in this movie because of Jack Nicholson's portrayal of him, and that's a huge shoe to fill. Well, once Michael Caine saw Heath Ledger... Um, some scenes Heath Ledger was doing, he knew they had something special. And they actually cut out a scene where Michael Caine was supposed to have lines, but they cut out his lines because he froze, because he was Heath Ledger literally frightened him. It's the scene where Bruce, uh, Batman, is having a fundraiser, and Joker and his yeah. crew interrupt it. They show up on the elevator. Yep. Well, Michael Caine was supposed to be on the opposite side of the elevator when the elevator doors opened. He said that he forgot his lines because when the elevators opened, just Heath Ledger's attitude and mannerisms frightened him so much that he forgot his lines. And he said once that happened, he realized, like I said, that they had something special. Wow. And Michael Caine is like a, you know, no, like a really known to be like a really good actor. Yeah, good actor. Yeah. That's wild. So Rachel Doss, who's uh, Batman's love interest, she was played by Katie Holmes in Batman Begins. Well, she didn't want to do The Dark Knight because she wanted to do a comedy called Mad Money, which no one fucking saw, so terrible choice on her part. Absolutely. Other actresses, you know, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal's sister, ended up getting the role. Other actors, other actresses who auditioned for Rachel Dawes for The Dark Knight was Emily Blunt and Rachel McAdams. Dude, wait a second. That's Jake Gyllenhaal's sister? Yeah, yeah. They did a Donnie Darko together. No idea. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Did you know her last name? No. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, once you hear the last names, because that last name is so weird. Yeah. Like, or right. unusual. Right. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah, they did. Uh, did you ever see Donnie Darko? No, not at all. Okay, that's a good one. You should watch it. It's 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 out there. <clears throat> After the Dark Knight opened, all right, bear with me here. A guy named Hussein Kalkan. <laughs> he he's the mayor of Batman in Turkey. There's a city called Batman in Turkey. Well, he sued Nolan and Warner Brothers for what he deemed a negative impact the film had caused the city of Batman in Turkey. It was dismissed. So. I'd hope so. Yeah. I would hope so. <clears throat> My last fun fact. So, The Dark Knight ends with the Joker telling Batman to kill him because that's what he wanted. He wanted Batman to do something against his will. But he didn't do it. So, Joker lives. He doesn't die. So, he was supposed to be in the third film. However, Heath Ledger died before The Dark Knight premiered. So instead of recasting Joker, um, Nolan just changed the entire script and made The Dark Knight Rises without Joker being involved. Yeah. It's a Which is a real bummer, dude, because Heath dominated. That's, I mean, like I said, Joker is my favorite villain of all time. Heath Ledger dominated it, and I, you, I just want more. Yeah. 
So definitely a huge bummer and something uh, we missed out on probably, you know. Right. He probably would have killed it. Second one of those would have been insane. So another, that sucks. Uh, Another thing I didn't uh, I didn't write this down, but I just thought of it. Uh, so Nolan, after he made Batman Begins, you know, you're thinking this is going to be a franchise, right? Just the way it ended, and they they set it up to be a franchise because at the end of that, um, you see the playing poker card of Joker. So you're like, oh, the next one's going to have Joker in it. Well, Nolan hadn't even decided if he was going to make a second one or not. So he could have just made Batman Begins and just could have just been done. He was he was debating on if he wanted to keep going or not. Why leave the card at the end of the first? Right, I don't know. Just I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. I'm excited for the new one, dude. Um, I can't think of his name right off the top of my head, but the guy who's, Edward, the guy who's playing um, the Riddler. Oh, okay. He was in uh, Escape to Danamora. Oh, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From uh, The Girl Next Door. Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm excited. In the previews, they haven't shown his face. He's wearing something on his face. I hope they he's not wearing that the whole time. I was excited. I'm was i excited to see what he does as the Riddler. I think he's a good actor. Yeah, he's a great actor. He's um, And he was in uh, There Will Be Blood. Yep. Yeah, he's great. Um, I haven't... I've only seen, like, minimum previews for this, because I don't like watching previews. I, I feel like a lot of previews just give the whole movie away. And a lot of them do. Um, so, yeah, I, I refuse to watch. So I haven't even seen... I knew he was in it, but I haven't seen his costume or nothing. Yeah, I've just seen glimpses of it. They haven't shown a lot of it, but he's wearing something on his face with these goggles. Looks kind of trippy, but I was hoping that we see his face because I'm excited to see him in that role. I think he could right. kill that. So. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, yeah, I'm excited. Me and wife are just talking about we're going to go see it. And my girl, Zoe Kravitz, baby. How many fucking girls you got, Kyle? I've been waiting for you to bring that up. A lot, apparently. <laughs> got a lot of girls, dude. A lot of my girls. Dude, she's so cute. Mm. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that short hair. <sighs> yeah. All right. Well, are you ready for a uh, quick mind of a Kyle here before we wrap it up? I am. Are you sure? Yes. All right, Kyle. This is Mind of a Kyle, episode 14. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. We should get through this quick. In which country did kiwi originate the fruit? In which country? Yeah. It's not multiple choice? Um, China, <laughs> Russia, and the United States. Russia. Nope. China. Damn it. Okay. Kyle, what has a tail and a head, but doesn't have a body? A tail and a head, not a body. Is it an insect or an animal? Neither. It's an insect. Huh? Neither. Oh. What? <laughs> How's it neither? <laughs> I couldn't. I don't know. A coin. Oh. <laughs> okay. Gotcha, bitch. Well, unless you're Two Face, then you just got two heads, right? Where's his tail? His coin has coin. He was because he would always pick heads because he'd always be right when you flip the coin. Nice try, but nice try, Kyle. Kyle, did you have any nicknames as a kid? Did your dad have any nicknames for you? Yeah, we've done this one. I said Special K one time. No, that's what you. That's your nickname that you picked for yourself. Oh, okay. Well, my dad called me that. He called me... What was the question? Did my dad have any? Or just in general? Yeah, like friends or not Special K. That was like your superhero name or some shit. Oh, okay, okay. Right, right, right. Uh... My dad called me Junior for the longest time. And you guys all call me... Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Mine was uh, mine was Express. Oh, okay. <laughs> dad called me Express for uh, Nolan Ryan, the Ryan Express. Oh, okay. 
Express, okay. Kyle, when you put a new roll of toilet paper on the roll, does it hang from the front or hang from the back? I like to put my toilet paper roll on the toilet itself. So, uh, I don't know. The way my toilet, where the little hanger is, is just so far. It's just so close to the ground. It's a weird angle. So... I don't even. I don't even. Use, I don't even use the little hook there. So I you just, just use your fingers. Like, what do you mean? No, no. I use the toilet paper. It just doesn't sit on the hook. It sits on top of the toilet itself. I know you fucking use the toilet paper. I'm saying when you take it off of the toilet, you just unroll it on your fingers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought you meant to use your fingers to wipe your ass. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why would I do that? Damn. I know you don't use your fingers. <laughs> God damn. Oh man. <laughs> Kyle, did you ever run away from home as a kid? Yeah, I didn't get far. I ran. So growing up, I was like, everybody loves Raymond, where my grandparents lived down the street from me. So I ran to their backyard, and I took like a backpack that had like, I don't know, probably a cookie in it or something. So, stuff that wouldn't last me a day. <laughs> yep. And, uh, and I don't even know if my... Dad knew I ran away. I think he just thought I was visiting Granny and Papa. (laughs) (laughs) So that's, yeah, it lasted maybe 10 minutes. I think I sat there for 10 minutes like I'm bored, and I probably went and said hi to Granny and Papa, and then just went back home and played with my toys. So Got your point point across. Not really. (laughs) You know what I used to do? I don't know if you ever knew this about me, but the first couple years of my life, I spent in a mobile home, trailer park. Mm, Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So the first couple years after I was born, we lived in a trailer home, and then we moved to Flower Mound. And uh, when I would get mad, and I was like three, four years old, we were in the new house. I would pack my little like Ninja Turtle suitcase, and I would walk to the door, and I'd tell my mom, "I'm going back to the hobo home." Going back to the hobo home, I wanted to go back to the trailer, and I would go out, and I'd walk down the sidewalk, and then realize I couldn't cross the street by myself. <laughs> and then I'd come back. You didn't realize that before you left? No, I guess not. And I just said I did it like a few times. Going back to the hobo home. Walk down the street, and then... You missed that place, huh? I guess so. Hmm. Heaven on earth. <laughs> Heaven on earth. Kyle... What year was JFK assassinated? Nineteen sixty four. Yeah, that was really close. Nineteen sixty three. My second guess would have been nineteen sixty two. Damn it! <laughs> really close, Kyle. Really close. Hey, spell without writing it down, just off the top of your dome. Spell amphibian. Amphibian. It's not even a word. Type of animal. Uh, yes. Uh, amphibian. Amphibian. Say it again. Can I get? Can I get a place of origin, please? The water ponds. Can I get? Uh, <laughs> can Can you use that word in a sentence? This frog is an amphibian. <laughs> I in. Nope. <laughs> I didn't think that was right. E, uh, <laughs> R, R, are you going to the mall later is what I'm asking. Amphibian. A-M, M as in Mary, A-M-P-H-I-B-I-A-N. Yeah, the, just the first two letters. I was like, it could, I had three different answers just for the first two letters. And uh, I was wrong. <laughs> All right, last question. In which year did Hitler kill himself? Supposedly. Well, let's see here. Nineteen fifty three. Nope. Nineteen forty five. Damn it. That's when he allegedly himself. I think he escaped and then lived out the rest of his life in the Argentinian mountains. What? What makes you think that? Because I watched a show on History Channel about it. 
History Channel also has shows on Bigfoot, so. Yeah, well, do your research, bub. Okay, it was that quickly after, okay, I was, I mean, I know I'm, I was trying to think. I didn't realize it was that quickly after he started doing everything. Yeah, they were looking for him. And they went and uh, apparently found him in his, like, office. Right. Charm's office. Did you ever see the Tom Cruise movie, uh, Valkyrie? No. That's that's a good one. It's, um, he's, he's working for Hitler, but he, he's realizing how shitty of a person he is. So he assembles a crew to try to kill him. Which obviously, you know, it's based on history, which obviously didn't happen. Um, it's good. It's real intense. Not a Tom Cruise fan. You're not going to see Top Gun 2? No. Hmm. After watching Going Clear, the Scientology documentary, oh. I, think I'm good. I think I'm good on all Tom Cruise stuff. We need to, uh, we're doing this in uh, person next week, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which reminds me. Email us your relationship stories. It doesn't matter what the topic is. Divorced. Uh, maybe you were cheated on. Maybe maybe your boyfriend came too soon and landed on your mom. Any of these stories, email us at neveradultingpodcast at gmail.com. We have Twitter. Tweet us. Instagram us. All the things. All of them. Things. Or maybe you ruined an anniversary, just like some of the stuff we talked about today. Tell us about it. Yep. Yeah, that's what we want this to become, is stories that are sent to us, instead of us Googling them. But that'll be a while, I'm sure. But we'll get there someday. Yeah, someday. Someday, Kyle. Well, I'm Kyle, and I'm still single. I am Ryan Pugh. I'm married as fuck. My balls are still in my wife's purse. <laughs> Hey, goodbye. Bye.